Hi, I'm Edwin. And I'm Andrew. Sound the battle cry. Two men, 15 minutes, eternal impact. Welcome to Text Talk. For the Lord, gird your armor on, stand firm, everyone. It's Friday. Happy Friday, Andrew. We've come to the end of another work week. Yes. But the beginning of a weekend. Yay. And how exciting is that? Yes. Yeah. I'm excited. I'm excited. I think I'm actually getting to go play games with my son tomorrow. Oh, that'd be great. Yeah, I'm excited that'd about that. That'd be great. Now, hold on. When I say play games, actually the game we're going to play, it's going to be one game, but it will last all day. <laughs> you guys are serious gamers. I know that about the Crozers. So excited about that. Because see, I know you. That's, and that's why. That's the one thing this week you've said that is actually <laughs> true. actually right. <laughs> <laughs> I know him so well. Hey, and I also know that this Sunday we're going to be gathering together at Livingston. And if you are in the Tampa area, we would love for you to come out and worship with us. The directions, the times, everything you need is at our website, www.christiansmeethere.org. Did I have enough W's there, Edwin? I'm not sure. But the website is I, I ChristiansMeetHere.org. I bet there's nobody out there saying, oh, they have a weird website with just two W's. I bet there's I bet there's people listening and we're just, it auto-fills to that because yes. I go to the website so often. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. All right. Hopefully you get to see some people this weekend. Let's read Psalm 68 for, well, the final time on Text Talk this week. Anyway, I hope, uh, I know I'm going to read it again a lot. As time goes on, but for text talk and our conversation, Psalm 68 from the Christian Standard Bible for the choir director, a Davidic psalm, a song. God arises, his enemies scatter, and those who hate him flee from his presence. As smoke is blown away, so you blow them away. As wax melts before the fire, so the wicked are destroyed before God, but the righteous are glad. They rejoice before God and celebrate with joy. Sing to God, sing praises to his name. Exalt him who rides on the clouds. His name is Yahweh and rejoice before him. A father of the fatherless and a champion of widows is God in his holy dwelling. God provides homes for those who are deserted. He leads out the prisoners to their prosperity, but the rebellious live in a scorched land. God, when you went before your people, when you marched through the desert, the earth trembled and the skies poured down rain. Before God, the God of Sinai, before God, the God of Israel, you, God, showered abundant rain. You revived your inheritance when it languished. Your people settled in it. By your goodness, you provided for the poor, God. The Lord gave the command. A great company of women brought the good news. The kings of the armies flee, they flee. See, she who stays at home divides the spoil. While you lie among the sheepfolds, the wings of a dove are covered with silver and its feathers with glistening gold. When the Almighty scattered kings in the land, it snowed on Zalman. Mount Bashan is God's towering mountain. Mount Bashan is a mountain of many peaks. Why gaze with envy, you mountain peaks, at the mountain God desired for his dwelling? The Lord will live there forever. God's chariots are tens of thousands, thousands and thousands. The Lord is among them in the sanctuary, as he was at Sinai. You ascended to the heights, taking away captives. You received gifts from people, even from the rebellious, so that the Lord God might live there. May the Lord be praised. Day after day, he bears our burdens. God is our salvation. Our God is a God of salvation. And escape from death belongs to the Lord God. Surely God crushes the heads of his enemies, the hairy head of one who goes on in his guilty acts. The Lord said, I will bring them back from Bashan. I will bring them back from the depths of the sea so that your foot may wade in blood and your dog's tongues may have their share from the enemies. People have seen your procession, God, the procession of my God, my King in the sanctuary. 
Singers lead the way with musicians following. Among them are young women playing tambourines. Praise God in the assemblies. Praise the Lord from the fountain of Israel. There's Benjamin, the youngest, leading them. The rulers of Judah in their assembly. The rulers of Zebulun, the rulers of Naphtali. Your God has decreed your strength. Show your strength, God, you who have acted on our behalf. Because of your temple at Jerusalem, kings will bring tribute to you. Rebuke the beast and the reeds, the herd of bulls with the calves of the peoples. Trample underfoot those with bars of silver. Scatter the peoples who take pleasure in war. Ambassadors will come from Egypt. Cush will stretch out its hands to God. Sing to God, you kingdoms of the earth. Sing praises to the Lord, to him who rides in the ancient highest heavens. Look, he thunders with his powerful voice. Ascribe power to God. His majesty is over Israel, his power among the clouds. God, you are awe-inspiring in your sanctuaries. The God of Israel gives power and strength to his people. May God be praised. Psalm 68. Now, I'm noticing that while I am reading from the CSB, you decided, I wonder what, I wonder how this sounds in the Bay Psalm book. Every once in a while, there's, there's, I wonder, how would they have turned a phrase in a, in a metered psalm? <laughs> did, did, I don't want you reading the whole thing. That'll take the rest of our time. But did, did anything pop out to you as you're looking at it? Well, the, the, you know, sometimes they have to change the uh, syntax a little bit. It yeah. ends with, oh, let God blessed be. Oh, let God blessed be. Oh, let God blessed be. Yeah, we need to be blessing God. We need yeah. to be praising yeah. God. Okay, so it's Friday, and what we like to do is find Jesus in the Psalms. And Amen. sometimes over the past few weeks, well, not the past few weeks we've been able to find quite easily because jesus is the god who has been praised that's right in those psalms that's but every right. once in a while it's a struggle but you want to know when it's really easy to find jesus in the psalms it's, it's easy when we've read this in the new testament somewhere <laughs> when one of the apostles found jesus here boom i got it i know i know how to find jesus in i mean the psalms. It, it really is something how much how often the apostles do quote the psalms yeah. in their sermons recorded in acts and the different epistles uh, and and Psalm 68 prevents, presents material that the Holy Spirit then called back and applied to Christ and to his church, particularly in the letter to the Ephesians. Yes, he quotes it. He quotes yep, it. Yep. Um, kind of. Mostly. Yeah, mostly. So here's Psalm 68, 18. You ascended on high. I'm reading from the ESV this time. You ascended on high, leading a host of captives in your train and receiving gifts among men, even among the rebellious, that the Lord God may dwell there. We find a reference in Ephesians 4. Have you, have you, I see you got your Bible open there. You I do. Yeah, so Ephesians 4, verse 7. But to each one of us, grace was given according to the measure of Christ's gift, Therefore, he says, when he ascended on high, he led captivity captive and gave gifts to men. I guess one of the things that I notice is in Psalm 68, this is about God. In fact, there's even a statement in the psalm, praise him by his name, Yah, or his name is the Lord in verse 4. But when we get to the quotation in Ephesians, Paul is saying this is about Jesus. Yes. Not Yah per se. It is Jesus in well, verse 7. Um, uh, let, Christ. Let's go ahead and modify that. It is Yah per se. Well, that's his. Yeah. That's that, that's the claim of Christianity, isn't yes, it? That's exactly right. <laughs> and that's exactly what Paul is saying. Hey, you remember that psalm that was about Yahweh, mm-hmm. Jehovah, mm-hmm. Yah? 
Actually, actually it was psalm, about Jesus Christ. In this psalm, yeah. I think just about every biblical name of God is used. He's called Elohim. He's called El. He's called uh, Adonai. He's mm-hmm. called Yahweh. He's even called Shaddai mm-hmm. in this one, the, the Almighty. That's used twice in this psalm. And so here's this, all these names of God, and now we come to Ephesians 4, and Paul says, oh, yeah, let me tell you who he's really talking to. You know, I, and I don't want to put words in anybody's mouths, but I feel like there, there are certain religious uh, sects that want to draw a hard line that Yahweh is only about the Father. The Father. Yeah. And should never be applied to Jesus Christ. But no. here you have Paul taking this psalm and saying this is Jesus. And that happens in lots of places. I Psalms that are true, addressed. Yeah. Uh, I say lots. It happens in multiple places where psalms that are addressed to Yahweh in the New Testament are said, hey, we're, we're actually talking to Jesus here. Yeah, Jesus Jesus is Yahweh. I get it. Trinity is tough. It Yahweh, is, but God I, in three persons. I, think I get it. I think it's a good point to kind of file away and, and remember mm-hmm. when somebody's really waxing about Yahweh and the appropriateness of using it. Yeah. Uh, that the apostles show us there is one God. And, and I grant you, you know, Trinity is a, it's a challenging one. But at the same time, I, I believe it is what the Scripture is teaching. Yeah. And we don't want to rob Christ of his glory. Mm-hmm. by not using biblical language to address him. Yes, the I am refers to Father, Son, and Spirit. And Spirit. All, all each one, all that is God, mm-hmm. the self-existence, the aseity, which, see, that's the new word I've learned, which means self-existence. Oh! <laughs> so the, hey, the, guys. Yeah. The, if, you're, if you're taking notes at home, <laughs> aseity. Aseity. The self-existence of God. It applies to Father, Son, and Spirit. Mm-hmm. Everything that is God applies to each of these three persons of God, of the Godhead. Anyway, I, I don't really want to get distracted with Trinity right now. Probably too much already. I want to highlight... We said he quoted, but there is actually a little bit of a difference. Mm-hmm. Because in Psalm 68, when talking to Yahweh, he says he received gifts among men. Here in Ephesians 4, when Paul refers back to it, he says it says he gave gifts. When he ascended, he gave gifts. He led captivity captive yeah. and gave gifts to men. So, you know, you can read the commentators, and they're, they're, they're just scrounging around men. trying to figure out why. Why does the psalm say he received gifts, but Paul, when he quotes it, says he gives gifts? Uh, you know, they'll say, oh, there must have been some other manuscriptal evidence that Paul had access to that we don't that said this a little differently. I mean, maybe, or maybe, Andrew, here's what I want to suggest. Yeah? Maybe Paul's actually revealing something to us about God's gifts. Hmm. That Revealing something about Christ because he's an inspired apostle? Maybe. Okay. Yeah, that might happen too. The The idea here is, is that uh, when we think about gifts, we often think about, I receive something. I get something. It's mine, my own, my precious. Okay. But... Tis the season. But... <laughs> <laughs> a lot of gifts right now. What we find out about these gifts, these gifts that, that have been received by Yahweh among men, is that those have been received not to hoard them, mm-hmm. but in order to pass them along. Well, it reminds me of what Jesus taught us, that it is better to give than to receive. It is. Mm-hmm. It is better. And, and so he's a giver. I think, and so you, you read verse 7 a moment ago where it said that he has given grace to us according to the measure of Christ's gift. Uh-huh. See, there's there's Christ receiving a gift. I think that according to the measure of Christ's gift is not saying he has graced us just in the, to the degree that Jesus decided to do when he gave us gifts, though, though obviously that would be true. I think what he's pointing out is that Christ has received gifts, mm-hmm. and the grace that he has passed on to us 
are, are excellent and amazing and awesome to the same degree that the that Christ's gift, the gift he has received. Mm-hmm. I think about Acts chapter 2. Uh, I'm going to skip around a little bit here in Acts chapter 2, but if we start in verse 25, talking about David, or excuse me, about Peter quoting Psalm 16, he says, David, being a prophet, he foresaw and spoke about the resurrection of the Christ. This Jesus God raised up, and of that we are all witnesses, being therefore exalted at the right hand of God, having received from the Father the promise of the Holy Spirit, he has poured out this that you are seeing and hearing. For David did not ascend into heavens, but he himself says, The Lord said to my Lord, Sit at my right hand until I make your enemies your footstool. Let all the house of Israel therefore know for certain that God has made him both Lord and Christ, this Jesus whom you crucified. Jesus has received. He's received lordship and authority. He's received messiahship. He has received this promise of the Spirit, which here he's saying, you know, the thing that the Spirit promised in Psalm 16. Right. Resurrection. He has received that. Christ has received Mm -hmm. gifts. Mm Mm-hmm. And so now what has he done? Because the gifts that God gives, the gifts are not to be hoarded. Mm -hmm. And Paul, I think, is demonstrating to that. Yes, he received gifts. That's in verse 7. So now when I'm quoting the passage, I'm going to shift it just a little bit to point out that he didn't receive gifts in order to hoard them. He received gifts in order to pass them on. Then he gave gifts. And the gifts that he has passed on are to the same degree and measure of the gift he received. He has passed on. And of course, in Ephesians 4, what Paul wants to highlight is among his church, he's given apostles and prophets, yeah, evangelists, shepherds and teachers. All of, all of these gifts are given, though, so that we can have victory, so right. that we can have resurrection, so that we yeah. can be delivered from death. God has given gifts to his son, and the son has passed those gifts on. And that what a powerful, powerful image that is. So when he talks about giving these gifts for the building up or the edifying of the body of Christ, that uh, each Christian who is a part of that body has work to do, has ministry to do, and we are taught to do it, we are equipped to do it by the ministry, by the works of evangelists, pastors, apostles, so forth. But what I I notice is by the end of this paragraph in Ephesians 4, it talks about how uh, the whole body joined and knit together by what every joint supplies, according to the effective working by which every part does its share, causes growth of the body for the edifying of itself in love. That we are receiving then these gifts, this ministry, so that we have something to give, so that we have something to add. And we each do. And that calls back to mind an earlier conversation we had this week about the blessing of family and how he takes the solitary one and places in the family. Mm. That in the family of God, that was the connection we made there, just like this family of, or excuse me, this body of Christ in Ephesians 4, we have something to give. We are receiving from the other members, but we are giving, we are contributing, we are blessing the other members. Uh, And so that builds up each one. It's tremendous. We receive gifts to give gifts. That's exactly what Jesus, that's how Jesus did it. That's how we do it. What a blessing it is. I I, want to keep talking, but I know we need to wrap up today and the week. So why don't you go ahead and wait, is it my turn? It's your turn to pray today, isn't it? Isn't that how we do it? You know what? It's important that someone prays, but I'll be glad to pray. Why don't you do that? Our great God and Father, we thank you for your gifts. We thank you for Christ. We thank you, Father, that he has received uh, so much 
uh, all of the promises and the prophecies that were foretold, it, it came to him and his glorious defeat of death, and he led captivity captive in the resurrection, has ascended on high, and there he sits, leading your kingdom, Father, and at your right hand. And he has given us great things. You have given us great things day in and day out. Help us to be mindful of those gifts. Not to be selfish, not to be entitled, not to hoard, but, Father, to be generous and to give good gifts to others, that you be glorified, that we build up one another, build up the body of Christ for the glory of Christ. Please bless us to that end. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thanks for talking about the text with us today. I'm Edwin Crozier, and I'd like to invite you to join the Christians who meet on Livingston Avenue in Lutz, Florida, this Sunday for our Bible classes and worship. You can find out more at christiansmeethere.org. Check out our daily written devotional that goes along with today's episode. You can find a link for it in our show notes. Michael Eldridge sang all four parts of our theme song. You can get more from him at acapeldridge.com. Please remember to subscribe, rate, and review Text Talk in your favorite podcast app so others can find it and learn about it more easily. Have a fantastic day. Steady, steady, pass the word along. Onward, forward, shout aloud, Hosanna. Christ is captain of the mighty throne.